Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for you are most faithful God. You are Emmanuel who leads us and guides us with protection and intimacy. On this last day of July 2020, we confess that it is your mercy and grace. We not only surviving, but somehow thriving in your special comfort. Now speak your words to us and breathe your Holy Spirit into our hearts, O Lord, so that we will live this day faithfully and gratefully for your glory and honor. In our precious Shepherd's name, we all pray. Amen. Let's read today's text, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 32. 34. It's a short passage. First, 2 Corinthians 11, 32-34. If I must boast, I will boast of things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, who is to be praised forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, governor under King Aretas had a city of Damascians, Got it in order to arrest me, but I was lowered in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hand. Yesterday we saw the content of Paul's boasting. Paul enlisted all the suffering they endured for Christ and his calling. Today Paul switches gears. He will no longer boast of his success in overcoming overwhelming hardship but will now boast only of his weaknesses. Verse 30, If I must boast, I will boast of things that show my weakness. Paul suspends a comparison with his opponents, you know, aka super apostles, and shifts the focus on demonstration of his weaknesses, starting here, uh, chapter 11, verse 30, all the way to chapter 12, verse 10. The necessity of a boasting, especially boasting of weakness, weakness, is repeated three different occasions. Here Paul will talk about this uh, battle and a story of a battle and the heavenly uh, journey with the divine revelation and the miraculous, uh, miraculous, cure, miraculous cures. And then he put them on their head. And there is a reason for that. And uh, we will see the uh, uh, clear reason in chapter 12, verse 10, where Paul said, This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insult, in hardship, in persecution, in difficulties. Because when I am weak, I am strong. For when I am weak, then I become strong. That's the key for unlocking this Paul's particular very peculiar sections of the letter. Paul was talking about, he, he really wants people to, not to just know his suffering, but his weaknesses through suffering. Because their weaknesses shows not how brave and wonderful he was, but how great and wonderful the grace of God that sustained him in his weaknesses. So that's what the Paul trying to say today. And then you look at verse 31, Paul said, The God, the Father of the Lord Jesus, who is to be praised forever, knows that I'm not lying. You know, Paul is using short doxology here. 
praise to be God. As a you know, as a as a some as a commentator said, a rhetorical ornament, sort of a bringing. Pay attention here. I'm praising God. You need to praise with me. You need to think with me. And then Paul turned into a narr- narratives, a stories, and he used that as an example of his weakness. And today we will see it's a first example of weakness, which is a story of his escape. The account of his escape from Damascus in Acts chapter 9, Paul is saying, should not be regarded just as an example of one of the dangers that God protected him from. He is using this story as an example of his weaknesses. And here Paul emphasizing the manner of escape rather than the seriousness of a threat. You know, actually the, uh, the whole city locked down to capture him. It shows the seriousness of a threat and the, the danger that he faced. But that's not what Paul is focusing. Rather, Paul focused today that I was lowered in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hand. You have to recognize that Paul is trying to show that the manner of his escape, which illustrate his weaknesses, hiding in a basket, and then lower down through the wall in the middle of the night. That's not something somebody with the strength or power to do. Especially this story, some Commentators think that Paul intended almost self-mockery and he almost expected his audience, the readers, to laugh at this story because Romans back then had a famous uh, tradition. Ancient people, Greco-Romans and you know, especially Romans, they have a special uh, a prize, a military honor called the Corona Muralis. In Latin means world crown. And I want to show you that one. Do you see the picture of uh, somebody with a crown? But what is that crown look like? It made of a wall. It's a walled city. It symbolizes a walled city. And guess who they gave this crown? This crown of a wall, a world cross, a world crown, world uh, crown, or crown morales, is a given to the soldier that first scaled the wall and then pull and the and then secure the whatever post in the wall and the put the flags of uh, his army and then rest of them is uh, you know conquer the city. This is you know the one of the uh, greatest military honor and bravery in Greco-Roman in the world. And Paul today is using this imagery totally upside down. And unlike somebody who scaled up the, uh, the wall as a conqueror, Paul scaled down as a coward almost like a deserter. You know, uh, somebody will run away from the battle. So this is what 
uh, commentators said Paul was using this fame story, fame imagery in reversal way, almost like a self-mockery. So anybody, so, so uh, the readers who are familiar with this imagery and the, this military honor, they will never look at Paul as a brave guy anymore after today's story. And they will all give praise, praise to God only. This is, uh, any, any, any uh, reader in the Bible, they recognize that actually there are uh, biblical parallels to this story. The Israel spies were hidden by Rahab, the prostitute, later let down by the rope through the window in the wall of Jericho. And also David escaped the Saul's soldiers with the help of Michael, his wife, who let him down through the window. So these biblical examples show a pattern. And this pattern actually is not only ignorable escape, but also it implies a coming victory. Any reader familiar with this biblical story, they know what appeared at first as a humiliating escape would in fact lead to powerful works of works on God's behalf. So here, that's what Paul is trying to do. I am weak. I'm almost coward. I'm not total. I, I'm almost an anti-hero. But it, God is my hero. God is so strong. God come through for me. So I'm going to break not my strength to endure all this hardship, but actually it is my weakness that I'm going to break. Dear brothers and sisters, when we are weak, Christ is so strong. When we recognize we are hopeless and helpless, even this 1.1 micron pathogen called the coronavirus 19, we cannot even breathe the air naturally. We now know that every second, every inch of the universe is sustained by God's grace and mercy. So through our weakness, let's see God's strength and let's walk with Him today with humility and gratitude. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, just like Paul, we are not ashamed of our weaknesses because when we are weak, you become strong. When we recognize we are stupid, you become smart. When we cry out our powerlessness, you become greater power to us than we know. We ask you to help us walk closer to you today. As long as I walk with you, I know I am most satisfied. Jesus, that's our plea today. Just let me walk close, walk with you today. Amen.